welcome to Wind Lords and Cry, Maple Leafs podcast. You may notice that there's only two of us today. Uh, Chase is off helping uh, Joseph Wool practice his pad work, so he'll be back with us next week. In the- <laughs> He's having some technical difficulties tonight. <laughs> he lost his job, man. <laughs> oh. But we are going to talk about uh, games this week, starting with Tampa Bay. Uh, mm-hmm. If you don't mind, James, I'll, I'll give her a start off. And go for go it. It's all yours. All right. So I'm dropped something. There we go. So Tampa. Um, good game, I guess. Um, Kasha, I, I thought Kasha specifically in this game played really good. Um, yeah, he did. That. And he had that nice kind of, I don't want to say greasy goal. The third goal, right? But he was right place, right time, and he was quick with the stick. Yeah, he had a the good goal. He had a good uh, early goal, the first one, and they also had the third, mm-hmm. like you said. Like, yeah. Like, good game all around by him. Um, power play is looking very good, and it's been even like this whole week. It's looked good. Even before that, it's looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you. We talked about this earlier. I don't know if you want to start this conversation now or after the games. But the Marner not being in these games, but the power play still and the power play power play looking even more lethal than before. How are you feeling about that? So it's the flip to what we were talking about a couple weeks back now, right? Because a couple couple weeks ago we said team was doing really good defensively. They were shutting down the zone, barely letting any goals on, but the power play wasn't clicking and the power play wasn't working. And we said, the Leafs need to figure out the power play. They've got the defense locked down. They've got to figure out the power play. Mm-hmm. Well, we've reversed roles now, it seems like. Yes. They're letting by many, many goals. Um, but the power play is working. Right? Like it's, it's going over the last six games, the power, power play is at 55%. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it is yeah. Yeah, 55. Uh, over the last six games, they've had 20 power plays. They scored on eleven of the twenty, yeah. and I don't know how many of that eleven were in like the first twenty or thirty seconds of it. Yeah, but like, that's one thing. I they're scoring quick on these power plays. Yes, they're, they're, yeah. I think. Good. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was just agreeing with you. I'm like, yeah, they. Yeah, yeah. I forget which game it was this week, but it was like the first couple seconds of the power play. I don't remember which one it was. It was like within ten seconds of getting the power play, they had a goal. Yeah, they like it's it it's so it's working. It's working well. The power play is, but that yeah that goes back to what you're saying. Up until this week, you've been hammering to me and Chase that they've been a defensive team, and mm-hmm. like we saw. I mean, I wouldn't say they they had defensive breakdowns in this game. They did lose five three to the Lightning. Lightning is one of the best teams in the league. They're two-time Stanley Cup champion. They're going for a three-peat this year. In a row. Yeah, two times in a yeah, row. Exactly. Um, yeah. And and I know we I ragged on people's, people on Twitter and people saying, oh, the Leafs just keep getting goalied. I'm like, no, how long is this? How long are we going to say that before we say the team's bad? I feel like they got goalied. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. I mean, now, Light, Lightning did outshoot the Leafs. Yes. Right? Like, Pretty, pretty cons- like by by a pretty good margin. Um, so if you if you're looking at, but yeah, they, I mean they could they could beat. Go ahead. Oh, so you you froze for a second there. 
Oh, yeah, I was saying, like, th- that game, like, they is they played well, but they could not beat Vasilevsky at all. I think it was in the first or second, Vas just completely, like, it was, the puck was behind him on the goal line. He ended up, like, flipping over and grabbing it, like, stole, mm-hmm. stole, that was a goal. Uh, um, absolutely, he did. Yeah. It was, it was painful to watch, but also yeah. kind of cool to see. It was a good game. I'm not mad that they lost. They, they played well. Um, that the second they were very dominant, um, despite mm-hmm. the shot clock, they looked very dominant. They and, did. They, they held their own. Yeah. Now the only thing, uh, and this is going to be continuous through the other games, Muzzin and Hall, they got, split yeah, up I, the, I know. they got split up in the third period. Um, Hall, um, you and I talked about this over messenger or something like that mm-hmm. during the game. Um, this was the game where Hall had that really lazy half lie down, looked like he was doing kind of a plank on the ice. Yeah. And yeah. It just, so yeah, I don't know. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Was that the, the game where they put Lilligren up with Muzzin? Yes. Was it yes, was they, that, in yeah, the third period? They split split up? Yeah. I liked that pairing. That is a good pairing. I, I want to see more of Lilligren up the lineup and I mean once we get Sandine back they'll have to change things but I like seeing Muzzin and Lilligren together they look good Sandine comes in I think Hall's the guy to go out uh yeah, yeah. at this point I do too yeah what's what's funny is last so last week we went too long but I wanted to talk about Hall <laughs> right like I I yeah. wanted to bring up Hall and say like thank goodness we have him I'm glad we have him it's nice having a seventh D man because I think last week, right, we had Dermot down and we had Sandine go down. So we were down two defensemen. We had Hall. Yeah. We were okay. This week, I feel a little different about that. Yeah, like, I mean... I, I've, I've felt like that for the last week or two. He's He's been bad. It's... And I think... I, I don't know. I don't know what... I know a lot, a lot of people are saying it's his confidence. Um, is, and watching last night's game, it, it, it that's what it looks like. It's weird now, There's a couple that, times... He was a standout in the in the fi- in the playoffs last year. Everyone loved he, him. He, he, yeah, but I don't know. Well, he was sick at the beginning of the year this year, right? True, true. And then, so he's not playing strong, and then the coach healthy scratches him for five games, and brings up this rookie with pretty much no NHL experience to take his place. Like that's that's gonna hit you a little bit yeah. for confidence, right? And last night there was a couple times where. He had the puck, or he, he won the race to the puck in their own end, and then just froze. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he, what, what, I wouldn't even say lazy. It was like, because he hustled. He won He won the battle to the puck, but, but then just didn't know, do I throw it around the right side of the boards? Do I throw it on the left side of the boards? Do I try and spin and find a passing lane? Like, he just got the puck and stopped. Yeah. And so, like, I, I can see see it being a confidence thing mm-hmm. because I mean, yeah, like what else would that be? We, you, he's a decent player. I mean, he's, he's nothing special, but he played a very good year last year. Um, so, so like, you know, he can play the position, but so if it's, I, don't, I don't know if it's confidence, what more do you do for him? You're putting him on top, top line minutes. Like, the uh, Riley Brody and Muzzin Hall—they typically around the same play time. Yeah, like, they are. So you're you're essentially getting top top line minutes for, uh, as a defenseman on the Maple Leafs. Um, you got showered with praise last year in the playoffs. 
Mm-hmm. And like you said, coming up the gate this year, he's been a different player. He absolutely has yeah. been. Like what? When Sandine's back, maybe you you put Hall in the third line and you keep him there. Mm-hmm. You keep Sandine. But then who comes um, out? Um, uh, what's his name? The young kid that they have up right now. Oh, oh I can't think of his name. Oh, um, oh, it's gonna bug me that I can't think of his name. Sergeant R, I think. I just can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, Rubens. Rubens, yeah. Okay, so he. Yeah, Rubens comes out. You keep Hull and. I don't know, maybe Sandine together. You move Lilligren up with uh, Muzzin. Or put Standine with Muzzin. I don't know. They got, they got to move some things around. Yeah. Or they look for a trade and try and move them. I, but trying to get a defenseman for $2 million is going to be tough. Especially to play in your top four. I don't think this defensive core is going to do it, though. Like No, no they, they won't. They need, they, they they need, need to do something. No. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, like, we're gonna, this trade deadline this year is going to be fun. <laughs> Well, I mean, I was happy with last year's trade deadline. Yeah, it's getting Nick Foligno. Yeah, I was it sucks pumped it, about that. It sucks how it turned out, but I yeah, that's another thing I actually want to. I want to talk about. We'll talk about the games first, but mm-hmm. I was a very big proponent of Fire Dubas if the the year turns out how it is. But like, he's given them everything he can. It's just stuff doesn't turn out correctly. It's more in the players. Unfortunately, it is going to be him that's on the chopping block just because it does go GM first or coach, GM, then players. And we've already done coach. So it's mm-hmm. going to be his head. Um, even though... So like, the, the whole the whole thing though is like, yeah, it's the, it's the players now and he's given them everything, but if he brought the wrong players in, like if there's an issue in the dressing room and he didn't correct it, then it's still on him. Yeah. As a general manager, everything's on his shoulders, yeah. right? Every decision, every every player that plays for that team, is on him, right? So it's it's his responsibility. If you look on paper, though, if if we if we were playing if we were playing NHL 22 franchise mode, he did phenomenal. Oh yeah, absolutely. Other than, other than the contract payments. For yeah. three people. Um, other than that, like all, the, like finding finding Kasha and. Uh, but like, you you know what though? Even like those three contracts, they are very big. Yeah. But look how the like, look at how important those three players are to the yeah, success absolutely. of this team. I, right? Yeah. Matthews wasn't playing well at the beginning of the year. The Leafs didn't win at all. Martin wasn't playing good at the beginning of the year. The Leafs didn't win at all. Uh, last year in the playoffs, no Tavares. We didn't win at all. Or we did win, but we lost the series. Um, and now over the past six games that we've been missing Marner, the team's three and three. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like so, my, my opinion on on those contracts is Matthews is not long enough for that amount of money. Tavares is mm-hmm. too long because of his age and that amount of money. And Marner's an overpayment. Like Matthews. I agree. Yeah, Matthews is getting what he's made, but getting what he should, he probably should, might even be getting more. But five years, I, I don't like the whole five-year thing. Yeah, yeah, it's too bad it wasn't like seven. Yeah, because five years, we only have two more years of Matthews. Yep. <laughs> so. Well, and we'll cross that bridge when we exactly. get there and we get gonna, closer I, to it. I'm just, what I had what I have wrong with those contracts isn't only the payment. It's how mm-hmm. payment. It's the length of them as length. well. It's, it's a combination yeah. of both, right? 
I would mm-hmm. love all. No, three. that's fair. Yeah, I would love all three of those players for eight years, but you have to finagle the money in that case. But you know what? That's um, not, absolutely. That's not a topic we should be getting into right now. Um, no. I don't have no. anything else about Lightning game. Uh, do you? Not really. I mean, they scored both goals on the power, or they got, uh, they were two for two on the power play, which is nice to see. Yeah. Um, I mean, one for three on the penalty kill. Isn't, isn't bad against Tampa Bay. No. No, I that, mean one so... one for three is pretty good against Tampa. I mean... So yeah, like I said, I have I have nothing else really to say about that game. I I thought I thought they played a good game, but I think Tampa just played a bit better. Yeah, they played a bit. Better. And that's that's what I think it comes down to is both teams played well. One played a bit better, yeah. and Tampa won. Yeah, I, not right. Like they both played well. I've got nothing bad to say other than I wish it was a win. <laughs> Yeah, well, ex- exactly, right? And it's and what's scary though is um, I, we're probably facing Tampa in the first round, of the playoffs, yeah. right? So I I think I think whichever team wins that is probably going far in the playoffs. And that's right because that's the problem right now with uh, I when I say I don't think this defense core is good enough. We have a decent I, we have a decent defense core, but if we're playing either. Uh, the Panthers or Tampa in the first round. Mm-hmm. Not good enough you to know, beat you, them. You know what? If if you're seriously think if you if if Dubis, I should say, is seriously considering uh making a legitimate Stanley Cup push this year to win it, you would almost have to move Hall and I'd move Hall and Morazic. Because think, well, think about uh, it this no, way: How gonna... often do you play your backup in the playoffs? Um, you you most not very often. Not very yeah, often. You mostly ride but, your, your starter, and if but you... what happens if your starter goes down? Right. Look at it happened in Pittsburgh That's when true. they won their second Stanley yeah. Cup. Right. Flurry went down. Murray stepped up and got the win. But uh, and he went down in the third yes, round. But for that three point eight million dollars, you can get a good defense. Like. That three point eight million you, for Brass kills me. Um, yeah, I I know I, I I get that it kills you, but you know what? At this, okay, but if you trade away Mrazic and you don't sign Campbell or you do sign him at a really big contract, you have no backup for next year. Wool, Wool, I don't think is ready well, yet. Next year he might he he played decent. He's been playing decent this year. Give him another year in the minors, like that just makes it yeah. better. Um, no, I, I see. If if they make if they make a trade at the deadline. And they want to bring in someone with retained salary cap. You'd be probably looking at moving Hall yeah. and Sandine or Lilligren. Ooh. Right? Because you're not you're give away well, defensemen you, when we have a weak defense core. Hall, yes, but Sandine, what forward are you gonna what, what forward are you gonna give away? Because you're think you're not talking about just getting a defenseman. You need a good defenseman. Um, right? Like you you need a good defenseman. With ideally one year left on his contract and salary retained, right? So you're like, if you're going for a legitimate Stanley Cup push, that's what you're looking. For. What about Mikheyev? For well, and or because uh, we we haven't really needed him this year. And, no, we haven't. But he, how much value? Well, he's got a bit of value. Like you let him play in the lineup right now, right? Um, we don't really need him. He already is. He already requested a trade in the off season, so you can you can send you can like ship him off somewhere as like a playoff rental for somebody, and then that gives us a bit of cap room. Or it gets us some, like if if a playoff team grabs him, not so much. 
but uh, for like a, a comeback. But that gives us cap room at the same time to make a second move during the trade deadline. I don't. I don't well, know. And- I have to actually do a bit more research. See, I and I would like, like in a perfect world, that's what I would like: move, move Mikheyev, move Hall, mm-hmm. and free up some space for a for a three and a half million dollar yeah. defenseman. Because we do have, a, right? We do have guys in the minors that come up to play uh, bottom six winger, right? We do, yeah, but we well we, they, we we've been playing without Mikheyev this whole exactly. time. Exactly. That's why it's it's not a huge lot. Like we we had the best November the Leafs have ever had without him. And he's not really much yeah. of a score anyway. He kind of had the same. He's kind of like remember Captain was his big thing was that he was the fastest dude on the ice. But then when he got into the yep. zone, he's like, I don't know what to do. That's yeah, one well, and Mikheyev can't shoot. And like no one, he wants to be a well. You saw it in that All or Nothing documentary, right? Is he wants to be a goal scorer, but they've got him playing a defensive role yeah, so, on the team. So you send him somewhere so, who needs a, a a goal scorer. If he can yeah. shoot the puck on the net without missing. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Well, I mean, I'm excited to see what they're gonna do at the deadline. Yeah. They'll do something there. Let's let's jump into this Blackhawks game, though. Speaking of Mrazek, um, I thought he played well. Yes. I thought I thought four four goals against right four goals. I thought that wasn't fair. Like the 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 final score was not fair to how well he played. No, the, in my the opinion, Leafs, the Leafs left him out to dry. Than, no, I wouldn't even say that. I would I was I would, and two and two of the four goals that went in were completely screened. Yeah. He had no visibility at the puck. None whatsoever. That, so that being said, another 4-1 lead evaporated in the third period. Yeah, absolutely. That I absolutely. I'm not, I'm but that, not giving so, the team the benefit of the doubt like oh it was screened. No. I'm giving Mrazic. I'm giving Mrazic the I benefit did, of the doubt. I'm, I, not that's why, the team. That's why I said the team left him out to dry a bit. He played yes. other than the first goal that's just like dude, first shot. Ugh. Yeah, other, I know. Other than I know. that though, I thought he and I I've been a you you know me. I've been saying, "Oh, we don't really need him. We don't really need him. He's not that good." But even last week, and I'm like, "You know what? The saves that he made he, in that game. Yeah. Yeah, the saves he had to make that game. He he won that game for us. Oh yeah. I know I know David Camp, one of our top goal scorers there, just burying pucks left, right, and center. Um but yeah, he he won that game for us by there was two big saves that he made in that yeah. game. Real big. And so yeah, the, the the five four final doesn't really speak to how well he played. Yeah. I don't think the Leafs won. They did not deserve to win that game, especially they no. lucked out of overtime. The luckiest yeah. thing I've ever. I've never. That's a lie. I've seen. I've seen luckier. But come on, you lose a four. You evaporate a four one lead in the third period, mm-hmm. and then some. The Jedi biggest, the biggest fluke bounce happens. Yeah, that's just so unfortunate for the Blackhawks. And it gives Camp just a wide yeah, open with, net with to bury left. it. So yeah, you know what? Yeah. That's a win. But yeah. dude, like I, I wanted, I almost wanted them to lose that. So it's kind of like well, did you see Dumas's face during that? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I, I'll put it up. I'm gonna put it up when I when I uh, put up the podcast. But it, he's not happy. It was. Bad. Yeah, no, I would, keeps, would you be? No, he, he keeps like, seeing it, and the and the team he thinks it's okay. We won. It's like I can't. Remember oh yeah, how, I can't remember how the quote goes, but it's from the all or nothing, all or nothing doc, and it's Keith trying to be like it's it's not that we won, it's how you win, 
And yeah. that's not how you win. <laughs> no, not not whatsoever. Chase Chase was actually here. The two of us watched the game together, and we both saw when it shot up to 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 uh, Dubis there, and we both just started laughing when we saw it because. Uh, it was, and that was after Camp's goal. Yeah, that was the goal like, it panned it, up to him. It wasn't. It wasn't like it was the, the fourth goal by the Blackhawks that tied no. the game. He did that face. No. That was after the game-winning goal. He did because that because he knows exactly what he's like. They're gonna, they're gonna think it's a win, and they're not gonna think anything of it. It's yeah, yeah. So, but you know, with that being said, they they killed all three penalty kills. They did. Um, they were two for three on the power play yep. again. Yep. Power plays, right, power two plays. two power play goals. So, I mean, and the, and the yes, they they blew the lead in, in the third period, but they had five. Well, they had four strong goals yes, in my opinion. Yeah, like I thought, I thought they they played well that game. Yeah, it's until until they collapsed in the in the final the period. Offense has been buzzing, like been great. Mm-hmm. The power play has been great. Five and five has been pretty good. Penalty kill has been if iffy. Uh, not not iffy, but like it's been better. No, it, it's not. Been, the last two games have been pretty good. Sixty-five percent in the last six games. Yeah. Without without Marner, they're at sixty-five yeah. percent success. Yes, and we're gonna so, talk about that. But not not no. not good. But but like yeah, the 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 last two games that they had, they did pretty good on the penalty kill. Uh, that brings yeah. up quite a bit. But yeah, it well, and that's a th- right. That brings it up quite yes, a bit. Take those two games; three, it's terrible. Three for three and two for two on the penalty kill. Yeah, so you, you take those two. So you had thirteen. They 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 were able to win thirteen of the last twenty. Mm-hmm. Take those five out. Yeah. Right. That's that's, that's big. Yeah. No. But, so, but yeah, I, I thought I don't know. I I thought they had a good game. Um, it's, it's their, de- it's it their was, defense struggling again. Yeah, but like even then, like I wouldn't say the team necessarily collapsed. I didn't say collapsed. they just I, I, they didn't. I I kind of did. I like they uh, they kind of collapsed the lead there. They they didn't fall apart. They just were lazy in their own lazy end. Lazy and bonehead decisions. Right? Like, like they, two, they took the foot not, off the gas. Uh, which we keep saying, yeah, well, do, and that's been a thing that they've been doing. Other than this year, they've been good this year. But this was this yeah. felt like a 20, 2019 Leafs game. Oh, abs- yeah. absolutely, it you did. Know, four one, like lead, they gone, got lazy in the third, whatever, got yeah. bailed out by a goalie and a fluky winning goal. Yeah, yeah. and that and that's exactly what it was. They Mrazek played well. Um, it was two blinded point shots that he couldn't do anything about, and so. But uh, but yeah, that's that's all I have about the Blackhawks game. I mean, yeah, it was it was a good game to watch. Um, listen, the, the I thought the Leafs played well offensively. Offensively, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> we have last night's game. Last night. Last night's was a fun game last to watch. Last night's was a very, very good game. Um, last night's was a fun. It was a little stressful, but it was a good game. Five-one <laughs> uh, win over the Oilers. That's yeah. You always want to see that. Always going to see yeah. that. Um, the thing that you're talking about about the the stressful part was Muzzin with the wor- one of the worst giveaways I've seen in a while, right in front of the net. Yeah, it was... I don't know who it went to. I forget who it exactly went to, but they shot it right to Drysital, who had a wide open net, and the luck from the Chicago game must have bled over because Drysital missed an open net. 
Muzzin must uh, Muzzin has to buy that. It, Muzzin has to go buy him dinner. Because holy, it was. I I I couldn't believe it. And at the time, the score was it was it was zeros, right? Yeah, it was zeros. There was yeah, there was there was no score yet. So I <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't believe that didn't go in. Yeah, that was stressful. I, I cannot believe that didn't go in. Muzzin is so lucky. He would have been he would have been like reamed out all over the internet. Yeah. I mean, I'm but, gonna okay. it now, but like still. <laughs> take take away that giveaway that he I thought he actually played a decent game. Out outside outside of that, I I thought he actually played well. I mean he stepped up in a couple of the plays offensively. Um he did a good job of getting the puck out of their own end. Like I I don't know, and he was strong in front of the net. Like I, I thought he played a good game outside of that giveaway. I think he did. I think the team didn't. Despite the five one win, the amount yeah. of giveaways It was terrible. It was insane. It was terrible. That 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 game should have been five five. Yeah. The, uh, it's just, you know, soup was good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very, very like, the good. The soup chants I heard in that in that game were crazy. Uh, oh yeah, all throughout. Yeah, because he had to, he bailed them out big time. Like you look at the shots, like yeah, what was it? Uh, well, what like, did he? He had thirty five saves, I think. Yeah, 35, 35 out of thirty six shots. Yeah, and like the, those were not some of those were not easy shots. And then the Leafs had twenty five shots in total, or twenty four shots in total. Like, yeah, way yeah. down. I thought this was from this offensive team, and they're playing the Oilers, who do not have good goaltending. Shoot uh, the puck. That, that's why there's five goals. Yeah, but if, <laughs> right. That there's a reason. Yeah, there's five, five goals, goals against twenty four shots. Can you imagine if the Leafs actually shot the puck more? Like, well, okay, but look at look at the shots that they had. Mm-hmm. None of them, or very few of them, were dumpins. Like they were, they were the Leafs. Yeah, they didn't shoot much, but they were good scoring opportunities that they had. But the problem was they were capitalize on. The problem was every time we tried to have a breakout into their end, we'd give away the puck. Oh, exactly, and that that's gonna that's gonna affect how many shots you have in a game. I don't right? know what happened. That was so bad. And then. Yeah, like Oilers are not the team you want to be no. doing, that. right? And so, but I mean, they had a couple of players out with COVID. I think they, Hyman. Was I don't out. know. Hyman was out, but it wasn't COVID. It was injury. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was. It was. It was a good game. I was. I was happy with it. I mean, yeah, like like you were saying, they killed both penalty kills. Um, they scored on the first goal. Of the game was a power play goal, was it yes. not? Um, Tavares, I think. Was it Tavares that got it? I don't remember. I can't remember. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I know that Matthews had, or Matthews. Tavares had that incredible assist yes, on uh, on Matthews' goal. Which one? That was that one? was insane. Fought off three guys. Matthews is playing like, out of mind too. Yeah, 13 goals in the last 10 games. Just. Like, wrist yeah, his wrist is okay. His his wrist is fine. He's shooting the puck. But you know what? More importantly, what, what I like about that line is um how much bunting is shooting. Yeah, because there was a there was a couple times in last night's game where Matthews fed bunting the pass, and bunting was taking because the shots. he knows he will shoot. Yes, right. Like, which I I like because that 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 doubles up the scoring exactly. threat. Exactly. Even though his shot is nowhere no, near what no. Matthews is. 
But, As a defenseman, you can't leave him open yeah, because if he gets the puck, he's going to put it on that. Which means less people on Matthews. Exactly. Right? And that's I, we've been saying that since day one with Marner, right? Is now Marner, Matthews and Bunting is still a fantastic line, but I am I'm like I noticed it a lot more in the Oilers game versus the Blackhawks and Lightning that Bunting was really shooting more in that Oilers yeah, um, Richie was out of the game. Richie is out. McKayev's in. I I didn't notice that at all until I heard it today. Yeah, I I didn't even realize no. it. I I'm my theory is that they're trying to show off McKayev a bit to tr- before a, a little bit of a trade because we know he's requested a trade in the off season. Yeah, played. We had the best November release ever had without him. We mm-hmm. don't need him. He he's just extra, and it's always good to have extras. But is that an when extra? you're tight to the salary, to the salary and we you do. need a defenseman for the playoffs, and we have other extras that can fit the bill? Yeah, right? yeah. What's what? Who's who's the young guy in that Oilers game? Like Steve's? Steve's, I think. No, it wasn't. It was it started with an S, but it wasn't Steve's. Here, let me look it up real quick because I liked him. I don't. I don't recall what his name was. Yeah, it was started with an S, though. But right, you look I up. liked. He. I'm looking it up right now. The other thing I like. I like yeah. Simmons' dirty goal, like his uh, goal right in the crease there. <laughs> He's sitting on his knees yeah. or whatever. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Uh, Senny. Senny. S e n e y. Oh yeah. Okay. Left winger. He's uh. He looked pretty good. 25 years old. He looked good last night. I was. I was happy to see him. Yep. And. I don't. I, I need to talk. Riley's goal last night was absolutely beautiful. Oh, beautiful that may have shot. been. That may have been one of my favorite goals by a defenseman. Really? Like from yeah, just better than the one he had a couple weeks ago, where he like he like way better. Really? Way better. Why? Way better. Yeah. Why? Just because it was it was so quick, it was so well orchestrated, and with. Very little time looking at the puck. The goalie completely in the center of the net. He put it right under that bar. Mm-hmm. Like the puck, the pass came out. And he didn't one-time it, but he just kind of caught it. And same motion, let the wrist shot go. Or maybe there was a snapshot. And just snuck it right under the crossbar. Right tight in that corner. It was a perfectly... Uh, placed shot on the net. It was absolutely beautiful. It was it was great when I saw it, and then I saw the replay of it, and it was even nicer. Yeah, just how smooth and how fluid it looked. That puck came out, and boom, back of the net, done. See you later. You know what else is beautiful to look at? What's that, that? contract? That's a that's a. Oh my goodness! Good oh, what did I hear today? What did I hear today? He's twenty six points in thirty games. Yeah, something like that. Oh my god! I think it was. 20, is that is that what he is right now? I yeah, think so. and I yeah, think it's like me... twenty two in twenty. So like twenty, like it was twenty two points since he signed the contract, which is about twenty games ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like he's he's over a point a game since signing the contract. Man, Dubis, well, what really Dubis helped Dubis was beautiful. what what game did he really go off? A couple games ago, he had like a three point night. Four. He had four assists. Four point eight. He had four assists. I don't remember who it was against. I was playing. I was in. I was fantasy hockey against Cody, 
Cody had Tavares and Nylander, who were both going off, but Riley assisted all of their goals. <laughs> so it kind of balanced out. Um, so Ry- Riley this year, 30 games played, uh, four goals, 22 assists, giving them 26 points, plus 11. You, you can't ask for more last, your defense. La- last year in 55 games, he had 35 points. And get this, 2019-2020, so the shortened season, 47 games played, did 27 points. He has one less point in 17 less games right now. I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, I, you can't add. Was it Chase who wasn't 100% on the contract? Yeah. Like, yeah, Chase wasn't a big fan of the contract saying that. Uh, you can't really, like, <sighs> several you, you, it's a discount it's a contract. Discount Con- contract considering yeah. considering all top defensemen are signing like nine, like nine, nine mil yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah. Like and I think Adam Fox signed this year. Yeah. Right around the same time Riley did for, for nine yeah. mil. So I mean, I mean yeah, I'm seven not, and a half is Adam Fox. Adam Fox is awesome. I'm just I'm just comparing the contracts. Yeah. Right? I'm just comparing the fact that we got him for a million and a half less. If he went free agency, he was going nine. Oh, I think he was going at, at, at least eight and a half. At least. At, at least eight and a half. But, man, am I happy Duba snatched him up. It's the best contract he's signed, I think. Eh. Ooh, Campbell's <laughs> one and a half right now. <laughs> he didn't sign him. Ah, fair. He fair. didn't sign him. They traded what, They traded L.A. for him. What about, what about Nylander? Uh, Nylander Dubas? Yeah. Was he? Yeah. Okay. That was That was a good contract, too. It was a that rough was, start. But yeah, he definitely worked into the contract. It was good. I mean, this this year it's really paying off. But he he slowed up quite a bit though. Who Nylander? Um, yeah, he he's not. Year. Yes, yeah, I'm not. I'm not taking that away. He, he's still having a very good he year. He was at, on that pace. He was going to slow down eventually, but like he's yeah. he's still playing. He's, he's still playing great. And he's doing really well on the um, power play. Mm. Yeah. Like, I find this year, more than other years, he's just, I, I notice him on the ice, like, the most. Yes, absolutely. Anytime he touches it or, or moves, he's always got yeah. the puck. Um, yeah, he's 31 points in 30 games. I'm... So he's on pace for over a point a yeah, game, which is, to date, will be his best, will be his best season. What was his best before? Um, last year he was 42 points in 51 games, so nine under. Um, the year before that he was 59 and 68, so nine under. Um, and then if going back to the full seasons, 81 games, 82 games, he had 61 points in both those. Oh, so he's never been a point of game player. Nope. No, and that's probably why people have complained about his contract. But this year, he's, um, he's doing pretty good. Plus, he I mean, playoff this... performer, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, happen. no kidding. After the postseason last year, he played fantastic. It was him and Spezza that carried yeah. the team. I guess he got his confidence back, or his confidence up. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but the guy is playing very good right now. But I think, um, uh, I don't think I have, we were talk, we've been talking contracts the last couple of minutes, but I don't think I have anything to really talk about else with the Oilers game um, that I'm a little concerned with our defense I'm quite concerned no, with our defense. yeah um, but that's something that could like that can be easily fixed before 
trade deadline. We have yeah. Time. Well, and what's scary, though, is how the team goes from being the top defensive team in the league to... I would have to look it up how many goals they've let by in the last 10 games. Like, it's... Losing Sandine... It's bad. Losing your rookie defenseman shouldn't affect you this bad. I, I don't even think that's what the issue is. I don't, I, I don't even think it's Sandine. I think there's a lot more going on there like, than just losing Sandine. Like, I'm going to attribute think, the penalty kill to missing Marner because he's a key part of that penalty kill. He is. Yes. He absolutely is. So that definitely will hurt it. But the five on five, that's what I'm concerned about. Um, yeah, me too. Especially, especially like I said, this game with the ridiculous amount of giveaways, that can't happen, yeah. man. Especially like no, you said, it, against the, it can't and against the Oilers. Yeah, you're lucky. Yeah, it was so it was sloppy. Yeah, that's what the Oilers game. Defensively, it was sloppy. Yeah. Offense, right? They Offensively, they were doing they were doing very well. Although offensively, they um, were giving away the puck too. It wasn't just the D men. It it was like I'm not like Matthews and stuff wasn't giving away, but it was like your your wingers and stuff giving away. Sorry, what I what I meant was in- yes, the whole the whole team was giving giveaways, yeah. but when they were in the offensive zone, they, were they weren't. Yes, you're right. right. So it was it was it was sorry when I said defensively. I didn't mean the defensemen. I meant like the team defensively as a whole did not play well. I agree. Right. I agree. Oh, lost you. Right, like you break zone break. They weren't handling the puck well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just saying they, they didn't handle the puck very well there. I do quick math right here. Let's... Yeah. All right. Well, you want to call this a win, loser, or cry? They've let 30 goals in the last 10 games. Oh. A team that went 7-7 seven and seven has left by an average of 3 goals per game for the last 10 games. That's not good. No. That's not good. That's not good. So, so I mean, so like, it's, it's not just losing two players that, that does that, I don't think. Um... It, there's something something's going on with the team in the dressing room. Like I said it earlier in the right, I said earlier in the season, I said the the offense uh or sorry, the defense was clicking. They were playing perfectly defensively, the goalie was standing on top of his head, but the power play wasn't working. Now it's the opposite of that, right? Mm-hmm. Campbell had a couple of I wouldn't say bad games, but they were a little weaker. Um the def- defensively the team is not playing well, but the offense and the power play is doing incredible right now. Yeah, special teams. So, special teams are doing great. Right? We got we got to find that equal balance and and that's how they'll win it. Yeah. So Yeah, they got they got to figure it out. I'm I'm going to call I'm going to call this week I don't know. A loss. Really? Why? Um because they blew a 4-1 lead mm-hmm. in one game. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, the Oilers game, they won 5-1. But you know as well as I do, that that game could have been 5-4, 5-5. Like, it, it easily could because of the turnovers defensively. Yeah. So they didn't, they didn't like, because when, when, I'm, when I'm rating this, when I cry, I'm rating it based off of a playoff team. Mm. Right? I don't care about the final scores of the game are. I'm I'm basing the team's performance on 
a playoff standard, right? Because we've all said it. The, play, the regular season does not matter. The playoffs do. So the way they played against Tampa, I was happy with it. I wasn't happy with the outcome, but I was happy with the way they played. Um, I did not like the game against the Blackhawks. Offensively, great. Defensively, they blew a 4-1 lead. And the Oilers game, there was too many turnovers, uh, and they were too weak defensively for me to say it was a win. It's strange to think that in a week, a three-game week, where they went 2-1, and one, the game yeah. that they lost was their best game. Uh, against the top team in the league. I know. I'm just saying, in a week where we had a 5-1 win. <laughs> I know. I, I know. It's. I it's know. Like, we, I think Chase said it. I can't remember if it was Chase or you, but they seem to the Leafs seem to play down to to. Uh, teams. Chase said yeah. that, but I I agree. Absolutely. Not even play down. It was because they they didn't play down to the Blackhawks, right? They played very well at the beginning. Oh, and then just stopped. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, didn't, I wouldn't say they played down to the or to the Oilers. The Oilers have dropped to fourth place. Ouch. Yeah. They're fourth in their division now. They've lost. Was it six? Five in a row. Yeah. Or six, six in a row. Six in a row. Jersey right. On, last night was six in a row. Jer- jersey on the ice, but they're like. Why was there a jersey on the ace? They're fourth. They're they haven't been playing like they had a six game stretch of losses, but they're still in a playoff spot. If I'm not, if I'm right. Uh. Yeah, they're one point out of a playoff spot, and there are two teams that are tied one point behind them. I mean, so they are like there are teams right. On their tail. I mean, I'm not against throwing jerseys on the ice if the team is if you need a change like Vancouver or uh, the Habs this year or Ottawa mm. or Buffalo. Like those teams when they're in the absolute toilet and there's no hope and they throw the jersey on like, the the Leafs had a jersey on the ice this year. And and I agreed with that too because of how they went with the with the postseason last year and then they start out like a wet fart. It was just kind of like a, a screw you to the fans. That's how I, I don't feel. know. I'm 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 not a big fan of jersey on the ice thing. Not not. I I, I get it in some yeah. markets, right? Uh, Montreal. I don't. I disagree with that. I think the guy who threw in the Leafs jersey on the ice is an absolute idiot. Like that's just a, an impatient asshole, in my opinion. Yeah. I didn't. You have a team that's yeah. this good and has that much potential, and you're throwing your jersey on the ice. Like, grow up. You're not a child. You can't throw a tantrum. There's seven games in. Yeah. I didn't agree with throwing. The, ben, I didn't agree with the least fan throwing the jersey this year, but I understand people being like, I like, and I get it in say, some markets, right? Like if they um, boo them or something, I I wouldn't have been mad if they booed the team at that point. Um, yeah, and like so that's the thing is like throwing a jersey on the ice though is going beyond booing. It's like, going beyond attacking them on social media. It's making a statement. Like the Canucks that stands the Canucks out this year. That one made sense. Makes perfect sense. That one I'm not against. No. The Montreal one, I was kind of against it. I mean, the team just went to the finals. They did, but then they managed to break the franchise record for losses. Because they lost half the team. Yeah. The captain's yeah. gone. The starting goaltender's gone. Yeah. Philip Deneau is gone. Yeah. Like, look at, look at the team that went to the Stanley Cup finals. And look at the team on the ice now. It's not the same oh, no, team. Not. And it's not 
the GM's fault. Outside of Philip getting rid of Philip Deneau, or not getting rid of him, not re-signing him, Weber is not uh, Bergevin's fault. Price wasn't Bergevin's fault. Like, So they're throwing the jersey on the ice, blaming management for things that are out of their control. Well, so that that's why I disagreed with it. Yes, but no, because last year they went on a miracle run because of 90% because of Price. The team itself is not made well. And it hasn't been no. for a while. So, no, it wasn't. So you, it wasn't. you went from uh, a ch- like a championship contender only because your goalie, the second the goalie's the second your goalie's gone, you shouldn't become the second best to the absolute worst with just by oh. losing your goalie. That means your team's not oh. made well. Okay, well what if you took out John Tavares, Morgan Riley, and Jack Campbell? How the Leafs gonna play? I don't think they'd be a bottom team. I think they'd be no because they still have Marner. They still that's, have Matthews. You still have other players. That's what I'm saying. Um, uh, like it, Montreal is not has has not and is not built well. And no, they're, they're, just they're riding not the coattails of Carey Price, and that's why the fans are mad. Last year they were mad too. They were they they made the playoffs because they were in the Canadian division. Yeah, they and, just yeah, and in. they hadn't been in the playoffs for a while before that either because the team's not good. They, ju- they no, have I'm... Carey Price, and if Carey Price is a good year, they'll do okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, that's the team's also built around him. Which, right? Like, he's, he's, he's the $10 million player. Yeah. The Leafs have $10 million players, yes. and we sit here and complain about all their contracts. But the, name, name three players other than the Carey Price that are good on that team. Uh, okay, before last year, before this year, I would have said Cole Caulfield's good. Like, are we talking this year's team or last year's? Say last year. Say last year. It'd be Weber. Philip Philip Deneau, Josh Anderson, Shea Weber, Nick Suzuki, Cole Caulfield, Kakanyemi, uh, Price. I said, and I don't I, watch that team. No, I don't. I don't watch that. So like, that's. Yeah, those are. Some I only pretty, know the yeah. big names, but, right? Yeah, and those are the big guys, and then they have no depth. But those are pretty good guys. And then this year, you have. You have Suzuki. Was it Suzuki or Caulfield that got sent down to the minors? Caulfield got sent down. Kakanyemi got signed by Carolina. Shea Weber is not playing anymore. Price wasn't playing, and Philip Deneau got signed on free agents. Yeah. So So you look at the you look at all the players. I just named what six players. Yeah. And five of them aren't playing there right now. And I blame management for most of that, not for Price. You can't blame him for Price, but Caulfield or Weber or Weber. No, you can't. But Weber was getting on in years anyway, so you probably should have been thinking about that. Yeah, um, but he's they, still an asset to that team. He was, but they had no real replacement on defense for him. Like, their defense no. is pretty stripped. Um, but Caulfield, everyone liked Caulfield. And so what do you do? You send him to the minors. And he yeah. did not belong in the minors. <laughs> like, no. Very clearly shown he did not belong but to the minors. It was it was uh it was like it was kind of the same thing as what needed to happen with Marner being right. They had to get his confidence up somehow. So you let him go down and you let him just play quick and dirty and get lots of points and bring him back up. Yeah. But oh. he was mad about it and the fans were mad yeah. about it. So that's one thing. You lose Dano, you lose Kakaniemi. Like, yeah, and those two you could. I'm not sure how Dino feels about the signing and stuff like that, but you could have matched the 
the Kakanyemi thing. We were we were all hanging out when it happened, and we were all shocked that it happened. Yeah. Like, you can't, oh yeah. You don't want to lose a player like that to offer sheet, and like. I, no. Well, they sat him in the playoffs, didn't they? Yeah. My, I don't, I don't know if I'm 100 percent correct on that, but I thought they sat Kakanyemi as a uh, healthy scratch. I think so because he wasn't playing for some yet. of the games. I don't know. Either way, the jersey was thrown. It is what it is. They have a potential GM soon. They haven't. I know they haven't gotten one yet, but we'll see what happens there. Yeah, yeah. It's been a weird. It's been a weird season this year. Like, like you, you look at the amount of like take take COVID out of it, right? Look at the players. Look at the names that have been put on waivers this year. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, Matt Murray's put on waivers. Evander Kane's put on waivers. Um, who else just went down too? Um, there's been a bunch. I can't even think of them right now. Oh, there was a big goalie that just got put down from Dallas. Um, Hudobin. Hudobin just got put on waivers too this week. Um, so that's just that's from the players' side of things. Look at how many GMs have stepped down or been fired this year, along with coaches too. Well, like look, we had the whole Blackhawks Blackhawks thing. That that's what I mean, you lost you lost a, you lost Blackhawks GM, Ducks GM, I believe resigned. Montreal. Montreal's GM was fired. Vancouver's GM was fired. Vancouver's head coach was fired. Philadelphia's head coach was fired. Um, I feel like I'm missing someone there. Did you say Vancouver? Yeah, I said Vancouver. It was both their head coach and their GM. But there's there's been a lot of management yeah. this year. Yeah. Like it has been it's been intense, and so yeah, I wonder if wonder if Dubis is going to add to that in the, the year or not. We'll we'll see we'll see but yeah that's kind of around the league there's been a lot going on this year. Yeah. You know what? Um, Speaking of ex owners, GMs, coaches, John yeah. Tortorello. Uh, <laughs> the guy, the guy uh, should not be around the game. No, I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, Zegers had. One of the greatest goals I have ever seen someone score. Amazing. Like, hands down, one of the best goals I have seen someone score. And I'm not sure it's good for the game. Are you kidding me? Like, and in his, like, I, don't, I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but he's sitting there going, oh, back in the, the 1990s and the early 2000s, you couldn't do that type yeah. of thing. You'd have your head taken off. Yeah. You know, the players didn't have that kind of skill yeah, to do it back then. exactly what like, he said. Like players, players couldn't do that because they weren't good enough to do that. It had nothing to do with oh, that's not how we played hockey. It's like you, you couldn't play hockey like that. And even the old you're not guys, good enough. Even the old guys admitted they're like, oh yeah, I can't do that. I couldn't have done that stuff when I was younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was there was a breakdown of it. So you know that he was shouting Michigan, yeah, right? Yeah. Was yeah, it him and shouting it or was it his the other? The it wasn't Zegers. It was uh, uh, Sonny Milano. Yeah, yeah, he he was screaming yeah. Michigan. He you can't he was scream that unless you're confident the guy can do it. That's like, what I mean. Like it was it was in it was incredible. But so 
What had happened, I heard this quote and everything, right? It's not good for the game. It's not good for the development of the game. You can't do... When he's like, you can't do that, um, you had your head taken off. You know what it made me think of? It was, it, it was like an immediate thing. As soon as I heard that clip, an immediate thing popped into my head, and it was from the movie Semi-Pro. Do you remember when they do the alley you? Yeah. They're running down. They're like, go. okay, do this. Yeah, he throws it. It just blows the whistle. You can't do that. You, man can't just fly through the air. Foul. Foul. It's <laughs> like, that's that Tortorello holding hockey back. He's like, oh, the players can't be skilled. No. Like, let's let's keep the game to a rough, or a, sorry, a hard and honest game. Players can't just pick up the puck on their stick. Because when I played, and when I coached, players couldn't do that. So they're not allowed to do that now. Like, the clip has been seen, like, f- millions, like, f- over 50 million times this clip has been seen of him getting that goal. You can't pay for that kind of exposure. No. And then you have a, a TV broadcaster openly saying, this is bad for the game. You shouldn't be doing that. Like, get off the TV, get away from hockey, no one wants to hear your opinion because your opinion is stupid. This is the like, guy. This is a guy that the NHL has decided he's who we want to put in front of audiences on TV to promote our game and to show off our game. Are you, and to talk about his expertise. Are you kidding me? If you like, if you're a, if you're a new fan, right, and you turn on the TV and you see Trevor Zegers score that goal, your first reaction is. You don't have to be a hockey fan. You'd be like, holy shit, that's impressive. Oh, yeah. And if the pro says you, if the pro says to to the audience of millions of viewers, that's mm-hmm. not good for the game, then your first thought is, oh, this isn't normal. They don't want it in the game. So what's the rest of the game like? Is it just going to be like right? nothing fun? Yeah. That's yeah, well, that, and you, stupid. You know what I want to hear? What? Yeah, it is. It is. You know, you know what I want to hear? I want to hear John Tortorello's opinion on the Toronto-Winnipeg game. More specifically, the hit on Sandine and the hit on Pionk from Spezza. That's a good hockey hit. That's what I'm That's a good hockey play. Good hockey. He was standing up for his teammates. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. He deserved to get that knee to the face. Like, and, and you just know the way he's been talking. Like that's that's the way he thinks hockey should be played. Oh, he threw a dirty hit, so we should throw a dirty hit back yep. on him. No, don't worry about injuries. Don't worry about anything like that. It's a good, honest, tough game. It's a hard game. Stick up for your teammates. Run them dirty if you need to. I'd also like to remind everybody that Tortorella has also told, uh, about a month ago, he told McDavid to shut up and to suck it up. Yeah, uh, yeah because he complained that there was no penalties called again. Again, to remind everybody... McDavid, who has the puck 90% of the time for Edmonton, has not drawn, did not, could not draw a penalty call last year in the playoffs or the previous year in the playoffs. And I think the year, the the last time he was in the playoffs too. I don't think he's, he can't draw a penalty in the, in the, in the playoffs. He has the puck the whole time. People are literally climbing on his back and they just don't call it. But you know, shut up, Connor McDavid. And they played the Jets, did they not? Yes. The team that just beat up on the Leafs with yes. no penalty. Seven games, or I don't know if it was seven game series. That's my people yeah, dirty. Yeah, like they're, they're also known for not even just against the Leafs. It was another team that they did it. They hit. They they've had a lot of 
uh, uh, times and a lot of occurrences over the last year or two where they've hit players after open net goals or empty net goals. Well, it happened to Marner last, last year. year. And it happened to somebody else on a different team last year as well. Shifley did it last year, yeah, didn't he? he? Hit somebody else last year. I, I, they were they were going for a wraparound to get the goal, and Shifley ran him like straight yeah. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. Uh, it wasn't the Leafs. Was that in the Montreal series? I, I can't remember. I just it was in it was in the playoffs. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was in the playoffs last year because Shifley did he get kicked out? He got yeah. uh, suspended, didn't yeah. he, for it? Yeah, it was like and then they ended up losing. They ended up getting swept for nothing. Yeah. Without him, yeah. yeah so I'm pretty see, sure oh yeah, they lost their. I'm pretty sure it was yeah. game one against Montreal. Yeah, I remember the Dano takes out because Montreal apparently didn't have to play anybody's number one center. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was that. That's what it was. But and like that was a blatant dirty hit, and he deserved to get that suspension. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good hockey play. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, speaking around the league, Alexander Ovechkin hit 750 goal marker. He, I, I pulled up the stat earlier on my phone here. Let me take a quick peek at it, and I'll send you. I'll send you this so you can put it on the screen as well. Okay. Alexander Ovechkin has more goals per game than Wayne Gretzky does now. Yep, he's gonna beat it. He he does. Gretzky had .6 goals per game percentage. Yeah. Alexander Ovechkin is .61. One. He's gonna beat him. He's 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 gonna beat Yager. They're saying he's on pace. Yager, um, who has 16 more goals before the Olympic break, and they said he should he, he'll catch Gordy Howe next year, uh, which will put him which will put him be, behind Wayne Gretzky. So what's what's the ranking at right now? Like oh, so it's Gretzky and it's Gretzky in first yeah. with eight not eight ninety four. That's a less. That's like 144. 100. That, that 894. That's a lot of goals. But it's only 194 Gordy, goals. Yeah, it is. It is. So Gordy Howe is in second place yeah. with 801. Mm-hmm. Yager has 766. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ovechkin is 750. Well, and then Brett Hall is in fifth place with 741. Well, you know he's going to be in the top three. What? Well, that's what I mean. They're saying before the Olympic break this year, he's on pace to be number three. What's he have? He's how, getting how many goals. Does he have this year? Uh, let me pull it up here real quick. Um, he has. I know he's on. He's scoring at like a record pace this year. I think. Yeah, he's doing nuts. Um, holy crap! What is he at? I passed up on this guy in fantasy. <laughs> 28 games played. Yeah. He's got 20 goals and 24 assists. He's a plus 19. His shooting percentage is 16.5%. That's it. insane. He wants it. <laughs> you want that's insane. Oh my goodness. When does he? Wow. When will he slow down? I mean, he's thirty six now. He's still rocking and rolling. So, who knows? Does he just the second he hits like eight ninety five, he just stops scoring? 
Like he's just done. Just just retires yeah. right then and there. All, just skip. see you later. He's like in the middle of the second period and he just like announces his retirement in the intermission. Part of me, so part because a lot of people are saying is like it's not a question of of will he it's, catch Gretzky? Right. It's a question of how many more goals will he get than Right? Mm. I hope. I just think it would be cool he gets one more goal and that's it. I think, right, because you know he's he signed that, was it, five-year contract for one purpose. Oh, yeah. And that was to beat Gretzky. He's got his I cup. think it would be cool is if he beats Gretzky, see you later, I'm done. Yeah. Thank you very much. This is it for me. Right? So, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. But, uh, yeah. I'm telling you right now, if he's at, like, when he's at, like, 890, and oh, there's a, there's I'm a, watching every yeah, game. There's a Washington game on, and there's a Leafs game on at the same time. I'm sorry, I'm I'm, I'm probably going to watch, watch the, the wa- like, I want to see I want to see history. I want to see it being made. Yeah. He he has. They just posted this on their Twitter. Two hundred and seventy four power play goals, not points. Goals. Two hundred seventy four. That is insane. Ties Dave Andrewchuk for the most power play goals in NHL history. I'm sorry. One more goal and he holds that record. I'm sorry, but everyone's saying, I, I keep hearing people say Matthews is the best goal scorer of our, of our time. I'm like, he still has a way to go. Until until he hits 700, he's not yeah. in that conversation. Right? He's fit- Ovechkin is the best goal scorer. Yeah. He's in the game. Matthews, I can't take anything away from Matthews, but guys, Ovechkin is a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and look, like, Ovechkin has 20 goals. Matthews has 20 goals. Difference is, Ovechkin has two less. Uh, oh, no. Ovechkin. Matthews missed a couple games. Difference is, Ovechkin is 36. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, he's incredible. Just an incredible hockey player. And I hope he catches. I hope he catches them. I, I think he. I'm pretty sure he will. Yeah. All right. I got a couple more things to touch on real quick, and then I think that's it for us today. So, what do you got? I mean, well, COVID's coming up, right? Cases oh, are climbing. I thought it's already came. Well, what I meant like in the NHL, yeah. right? Like this year, we've been pretty good so far this year, but in the last three weeks or so, it's really been been coming in strong. I mean. Ottawa canceled a bunch of games a couple weeks ago, but then Calgary just announced that they've canceled a couple games this week. The Carolina-Minnesota game got canceled because Carolina too many players uh, in protocol. Um, I mean, in Ontario, as of Saturday, um, they're only allowed 50% capacity, I'm pretty sure. Right? For Sens Sens and Maple Leaf. So... Yeah, I mean it's it's making an impact, and I don't I don't know. I think they keep playing. Sorry, go ahead. What happened to the people that bought tickets already? Uh, they would probably get the get to go to the postponed game because they'll they'll make up that game no, at some no, point, no, no, right? No. The if it's fifty percent capacity, say I have tickets. Oh. Say I have tickets for uh, Saturday night. Do I get to go to that game? Right. They can't go. Right. I wonder. Because the tickets are sold. 
Like, yeah, tickets are sold. Um, you, you know what? Tickets now, they're, what? they're not from the Leafs. They're from secondhand. Every, the tickets so, are sold. What I'm what I'm wondering is if the Leafs organization or StubHub, wherever they bought them from, reaches out to everybody saying, "Hey, we're at fifty percent capacity. Um, if you would like a refund, we can offer it to you." Because some people might not want to go with the climbing numbers, right? Some people might want to opt out, so they might offer that up. Yes. Um, other than that, I don't really have a solution. Because because that some people it might take it, but. What if you're still above that number? Do you just tell people you ain't coming? You we drew we drew you out of a hat. Yeah, we drew numbers and sorry. Here's a refund or here's here's a ticket for next year, hmm. right? I I don't know. I don't. I yeah. Because like that's not like that wasn't a decision made by MLSE, right? Or or Ottawa ownership. That was a decision made by the Ontario government that they now have to scramble and figure out. Yeah. That that's I didn't think of that. That's a good point. Yeah, I'm curious how they do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and well, what's scaring me though is like, out of the three teams that have had to cancel COVID, two of them are Canadian teams. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were supposed like, to play. Um, who are we supposed to play tomorrow night? They got canceled. Calgary. Oh, Calgary. We were supposed to play Calgary because Calgary. Calgary, Calgary canceled three games. Yeah. Right. So. So now the Leafs. The Leafs have some weird road trip right now where they're kind of in a limbo. Like they had a game Tuesday. Yeah. Saturday. I guess. And Sunday home. they have a game. Yeah. So I guess they go home. I would as, I would assume so. Yeah. I would I would assume get on a bus and go last night, yeah. right or on, on sorry on a plane. Um, and like I don't I don't know I'm I this kind of bleed if you're okay with me moving on to something kind of related. Um, uh, one second here. Um, I don't think we're going to the Olympics. Yeah, see, Bettman come out and he said it's up to the players' decision. Yes, and I has he not? He said yes, I, but last night or the night before, there was reports going out that the NHL and the NHLPA were discussing. Um, okay, because it is if you if you get it if you're at, yeah. if you're in um, China uh, China and you get China. it, then it's five week quarantine. On three to five, th- on three to five weeks. So, so let's say let's yeah. say let's say four to on the average. Um, yeah. So if you're there for the Olympics for like three weeks, and yeah. say you get on the last day, you're there. So you're going to be there for seven weeks. Do you think? Well, so I don't know if. Yeah, I don't know. Like, so... I th- I thought it was five weeks. Um. I thought it was I thought it was three to five weeks because if you get it on the last day, yeah, then you have to be there for the Additional five time. weeks, right? I thought like you're quarantined for three. You're you're weeks. quarantined for three to five weeks, but that's on top of how long you've already stayed there for for the events. So I'm saying yeah. So with with, with so with that being said, I think it's like if you if you get there day one yeah. and you get it, yeah. you have to quarantine for three weeks. Yeah. But think of it, right? think of it this Whereas way. Whereas if they're how, leaving... How long is how long do the Olympics typically last? It's two weeks. So say... But, and it, the, hockey's not two weeks, though. It's like a week and a half or uh, just under a week and a half. Okay. Well, okay. Right? So, say, so, so you're going to be there... Say say if you get it, you're there for five weeks. Do you think they want to yeah. be there for five weeks? Especially you guys who are away from their family. The, it's up. That's it's up yeah, to the players. The way China works and their government right now, I don't know if I'd want to be there for five weeks. It's up to the players. Yeah, 
Right? Know, that, that's what Bettman said. Is, know, he uh, said it's that, up to the players. Was it Petrangelo said uh, was kind of saying, I want to go, but I don't know if I can leave. I have, I have four kids. I might be wrong if it's – I can't remember if it was Petrangelo or not. I think it was Yeah, Petrangelo. I forget who it was. So, someone someone came out and said they, that they weren't. And this this was somebody who was, like, named a Team Canada straight away. Yeah. I'm fairly yeah, sure I, it's Petrangelo, but I could be wrong. But he was like, I have four kids, all young, all under all under six years old. I that's so hard to be away from them for that long if that happens. It, and that's it is. That's best case scenario could be five weeks. It's the Chinese government. You don't know what's going on. That and then yeah, you also lose your wages because the NHL does not pay you wages for time lost nope. due to COVID. And we yep. learned earlier this year. Well, the two of us at least learned earlier this year. For every million dollars a, te- uh, a player takes home, it's a, you're only getting three hundred grand. So, yeah. and you're also paid by days by days played. I believe they get paid for two hundred and twenty games or two hundred twenty days is kind of their okay. range. So, if you're taking five weeks off of that, that's a yeah. substantial amount of your paycheck. Yeah. And that's why Batman has said. It's up to the players. It's up to the players, and it's, right? He's not forcing no. anyone to go over. He's not forcing anyone to stay home as of right now. Um, he's just saying, if players want to go, you can go. You know the risks. You're an adult. You can make a decision for yourself, right? And like I, I would, if I was in that position, I would go. I would go play for Team Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, but right, no kids. Yeah. I don't have kids. Someone who has three, four kids, two, one kid, like you have a family at home you're leaving, that's a different story. Even McDavid says that he's uh, second-guessing it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right? Like what what happens if, yeah, if you get COVID and you're stuck there for five weeks and you come home. Now, that's another question. When you fly back home, you have to quarantine back in Canada again. That's... Why, Why wouldn't you? You're taking a flight. Well, you well you don't have to quarantine if you're double vaxxed and stuff. Like I went on a flight and I came back and I did because I'm double vaxxed and I had a negative test. I didn't have to. Quarantine. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I guess they would have a negative test after they'd have a negative after test sitting when in they quarantine leave, for that long. Have a negative test when they arrive and they're double vaxxed. Yeah, they're probably triple at this point. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Like I, I, I can. I understand why a lot of players would. I completely, if a player wants to go, I can stand behind them. Like, I get it. I understand. If a player says, I don't want to go, I totally understand. Like, it's one of those things where there's no right decision. It It's, it's case yeah. by case, player by player, and it's it's their decision, yeah. right? If they they want to go, they can. Now, what about the skills comp? Uh, the, the, um, yeah, the skills comp oh, and stuff like that. Oh. I, what, did you get like a, what's up? Uh, oh, sorry. Ovechkin just tied Dave Anderchuk for most power play goals. <laughs> I had the, had the notification. I thought I thought it, it popped up and said Ovechkin from his office, and then I saw Anderchuk's name, so I thought that was the I beat it, but no, he just so, tied so it. So 143 that left. Uh, no, 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 no. Did he not just score? Yes. Sorry. Yeah, yes. 143, 143 left. left. 143 left. All right. Yeah. The skills. So the skills ta- yeah. comp, and uh, so I think. I think that's before. It is. But now, the because here's the weird thing. So the Olympics, it is up to the players as per Gary Bettman. The yeah. the All-Star stuff, if you don't go and you're 
you know, if they if they vote you in and you don't go, you get suspension. I think you get a one the, game suspension. At the very least, you take that away. What if they don't want to go because COVID numbers are rising and you're gonna penalize them for that? I mean, at this point, they yeah, might have but to stop it. But they then you know what they might, they might, and we we're kind of lucky that we have this Olympic break in the middle. Yeah. Because if if things keep going the way they are, might have to make up some games. No, not even that. It gives a two week NHL shutdown. Where I think Bettman should step in and say, "Hey guys, we're shutting down for two weeks. Um, for one of those two weeks, no training, no practices, no nothing. You're not allowed in the arenas. We're just going to take a full week and reset and try and get our COVID numbers back under control." Well, I think training and, I, and stuff is fine, but I, the, I don't the travel. I don't, the travel and going to different arenas and stuff like that is the problem. Yeah, but even the players getting together and stuff, right? Like, I think it's just better. You have two weeks off. Just five, six, seven days. Just, hey guys, no training, no skating, yeah. right? Just rest up, come back, and they do that the first of the two weeks, right? The first of the two weeks is the rest. The second of the two weeks, you get back in, you get skating, you get training, and then off you go. So, that's just, that. that's what I think they should do during that uh, Olympic break there. Just to give the, the players a rest and hopefully try and get COVID back under control. That way we continue out the rest of the season without canceling too many more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, that's all. Oh, I really have. I mean, the Canucks are 5-0 and in their last uh, five games. That's a five-game winning streak. That's kind of crazy. It's in- insane. Insane. But, yeah, that's that's all. Unless you have anything else, that's all I've got. Um, last thing, just a small thing to bring up. Uh, ben Bishop, unfortunately, has to retire due to complications yeah. with his leg even after surgery. Um it's a shame. Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize he was a Vesna winner. Yeah. I didn't I didn't realize that. I knew I knew the goaltender, but I didn't actually realize that uh that he won a Vesna. Yeah, I can't remember what year he won it, but you know. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but uh yeah, I I heard that today though when uh there someone was talking about his retirement. Yeah. So great, dude. Great, great, yes. great goaltender. Um, Too bad, but I mean, I mean that's what happens, I mean, right? Your body, he's 30, body gives up on he you. He's thirty-five. Yeah, um, but it just su- it just sucks when you. It's something he loves to do, and your body just says no. Yeah, it's, it's just see you later. Fortunate, and like he was, like I'm looking at his numbers, and he just he did. It's not like he fell off the the world, like. Like you look, um, seventeen eighteen, he was a nine nine sixteen. Nineteen nineteen, he was a nine thirty four. Nineteen twenty, he was a nine twenty. Wow! Like it's not like he, so he was. He was. It's just injuries caught up to yeah, him. Yeah, it's he didn't just get bad and then unable to play. No, it was just injuries. Injuries caught up to him. Yeah. All right, to end it out here, we got two games coming up: Canucks on Saturday, Kraken on Sunday. What do you think? Second one, second. Okay. So yeah, because we don't have we only have two we only have two games next week. Uh, before the next podcast, we do. Yeah. Okay. Well, one was canceled. Yeah, yeah it's just it's just right. Tomorrow night's was postponed. Yeah, it's just it's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> COVID. Fucking COVID. All right. So I what do what do you think? They're gonna beat the Canucks. They're gonna crack it. 
they better go two and zero. You the Canucks are five and zero right it's, now. Ugh, it's still the Canucks. Uh, you should last five. You're if the Maple Leafs should beat the Canucks. If you want to be a contender this year, you should beat the Canucks. Who even? I hey, I agree. Yeah, even if they weren't as bad as what they were at the score this year, they're still an average team. Well, on paper, they're an average team. I don't know what the hell's going on between the years. But the Leafs should be better than the Canucks. Um, I agree. And, and I, I agree. The Kraken are a expansion team who is a proper expansion team, not not Vegas. Yeah. A, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know how that I, happened. Yeah. But they're an expansion team. They're not. You know, they're they're going to be good in a couple years with with the amount of pro, the prospects and draft picks they have. You yeah. should be you should be two and zero this week. If not, there's a problem. I think so too. I think that uh, yeah, same thing. I think they'll beat both teams. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's all I've got. All right. Um. Our our what's our plans for Christmas break? Um. Are we going to be doing one next week? Yes. Okay. So we'll do one next week. Do you want to do one during the the uh, the week after? Because uh, I don't. Because next week for sure, and I don't think there's a game. There is. There is a game. There's a game Wednesday, like the podcast night. There's a game, like the twenty third. That's uh, the Young Guns. And then twenty third's a Thursday. Twenty second. Uh, okay, yeah. So there's one game. There's the Young Guns game on the Thursday. I, I keep thinking Christmas. Christmas Day is yeah. Friday. So yeah, there, there's the Young Guns game on the twenty third. And there's a game on the 27th, so I'd say yeah, keep okay. going every Wednesday. Okay. Maybe we maybe we take a break a break during well, when one of their breaks happens. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, maybe I'm, the Olympic. I'm good to keep going. Maybe we can just have like a fun. We can have a fun week that week. Yep. Like we'll see what we'll see what's going on. But uh, sounds good. Hopefully next week uh, there'll be a third person here again. Yeah. <laughs> get him back. Yeah, we'll get him back. Uh, how how good do you guys think we did without Chase? Better, probably better. Let, let's be honest, better. <laughs> Let us know. Let us know. All right, guys. Um, well, uh, watch us on YouTube. Watch us on Spotify. I'm hopefully gonna have this up on Google Podcasts because I know a couple people have been bugging me about that. And we will see you guys next week. Have a good night. Night.